0: When the shit goes down, you better be ready. When the shit goes down. Thank you, thank you, Cypress Hill. You've been beautiful. You better be ready. With a knife, please don't risk your life. Keep an eye on your wife around Glixfago. Yeah, he cries when he's alone. Hi, I'm Fator the Tainted of Breakup Gaming Society. Here with surprise appearance from Sendog. Inside of the brain. <gasps> Thank you, Sen. I, I your contributions are. Priceless. Um, This is Breakup Gaming Society, home to America's least responsible board game group. I already forgot what I introduced myself as. It's the movie. Oh! Trump
1: 2024!
0: Oh boy. Sen's been radicalized by the right wing.
1: Hashtag Mega!
0: Golly. You know, hip-hop just keeps mutating. Anyway, I'm going to keep it simple. This podcast is about board games, booze, and hip-hip-hop. I'm going to try to not be too indulgent in the board game or the booze part because I have a feeling that um, our music segment is going to is going to run long. I've got an old friend who I've been wanting to connect with and who is also a real true student of hip-hop and is going to surprise us with a guest track. So I want to save more time for that. Let's just get to the drink of the week already. DRINK OF THE WEEK So, I don't know if you caught it. A few weeks ago, I did a remote, simultaneous bourbon tasting with my mom. Um, yes, Fator the Tainted has a mom. She's pretty cool. I uncorked George Dickel number 12 bourbon while she, on the other end of the phone in Denver, gave us her impressions on uh, uh, Basil Hayden's, which were quite good, and um. Refreshing contribution of the show. That night, I don't know what was going on, and I know I like Dickel. It just—I had nothing to say about it that night. It just tasted flat and metallic. I'm tasting it again, and it's much, much better. It's really smooth. It doesn't hitch with a lot of different things front to back. It's it's, just—it's—it's not predictable in a bad way. Just really well balanced, but I have I have to say, I don't know. It's just uh, too sweet for what I want tonight. I I looked in the shelf and I was like hoping to see some tequila or I don't know what's going on tonight. I would be more in the mood for like a big double shot of chilled stoli with some pickled carrots to chase it. Don't know why that's where my head is. It's no shortcoming of George Dickel Number Twelve though, which is a good whiskey for the dollar uh, if you like bourbon haven't picked one off the shelf yet give it a try here comes game of the week game of the week so we have an honorary member of this cast whom i've have mentioned but whose voice you have not heard and are unlikely to hear in the future that would be show show aka the desert flower Who, up to this point, is way too shy to jump on this mic. However, I can't remember. A few episodes back, I did buy a game just for um, she and I, her and me, to play. It's called Fox and the Forest Duet. Um, I bought it because uh, Shut Up and Sit Down, one of the best board game vlogs in the world really loved the original Fox in the Forest. And some games become popular enough where they release special two-player-only versions because it turns out the game's great, but not so fun if you only have two people. So they'll they'll release a special two-player-only version of it. Um, So quickly, uh, Fox in the Forest is a cooperative trick-taking game. If you've ever played Hearts or similar games with a deck of cards... You've played a a trick-taking game, except this one's neat because it's cooperative, meaning how you engineer, how you take tricks, helps your team stay alive. What does that mean in Fox in the Forest? The backstory is there's a tiny little cardboard that represents an enchanted forest. Um, You represent two characters sort of from a fairy tale, and you have a marker on a board in a path through this forest. Your job is to help each other play your cards in such a way that you can collect gems from all these spaces before the forest closes in on you and you lose. What's the, the trick is, is basically each player gets a hand of 11 cards, and there's a, there are lead suits and there are trump suits. There are also cards on top of that with special abilities, and other and also the cards have movement values, meaning the minute you're done figuring out who won the trick, you have to move your, your piece a certain number of uh, steps down the track, and if you bump into the edge of the board, you've triggered the forest closing in on you even faster. So you have to consider how do I? Uh, you have to consider your play on three levels: one, what suit should I play and why? Two, should I use one of the special power cards? And three, how how far is this going to move us? Additionally, the game stipulates that you can't really communicate with each other. You can't give little clues. You can't strategize together. And you can't uh, ask questions about what's in their hand, which means after a while. And we played two or three times. Each time on the beginning setting, there are three difficulty levels where there's more gems and, l- and less space to work with. And um, basically, you, you play three rounds. And at the end of three rounds, you either have the gems or your characters are swallowed up in an eldritch forest. And by play three, we came within one gem. Of of clearing it and winning, and we learned a new game, and it was super fun. This is one of the games for which uh, I've been told in the past that uh, uh, for those of our listeners who aren't gamers, that some of these segments just don't make any sense. They can't picture what's going on. So for this episode, I've actually made a companion video that walks you some of the 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 things I'm talking about. If, If you and have a SO or a, even a kid who you've been stuck at home with for a long time with a plague, this is a really neat uh, uh, time passer. Fun. Fun, pretty, and well-designed. So, um, however, they're private videos. Here we are. The big ask. Um, we have a newsletter. If you sign up for the newsletter, you'll get links to uh, all our, the companion videos we make about the games. Sound like a deal? I knew you'd like it. So um, anyway, uh, this is Fator the Tainted. This is uh, Breakup Gaming Society, and this is Track of the Week. And I feel, uh, my friend, like this deserves a little background, because you are my best friend who I've never met.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Um, we have with us the J.K. Yes. I met I met the J.K. round about two thousand seven. 2008 on a social media site which by the way was very innovative called i'm in like with you and the jk and about eight or nine other people were like part of like a multi-generational like the smartest kids in the class like the best (laughs) and uh thinking back jk i don't know what those dudes are doing now but you know what you know the the makers of those sites salt was social media where you can just like spray the landscape with invite invitations. All of a sudden, you have like three thousand quote unquote friends. Mm-hmm. You don't know how many of them are bots or sexual criminals. But yeah, I uh, feel
1: like that was the early days of bots. So I think they were mostly humans. They were just uh, deeply flawed and strange humans.
0: Touche. But, uh, but, but if you remember, one of the things that made I'm in Like With You brilliant is that you could only make friends, I, I believe, if you answered their surveys and won points for being picked off their surveys, right? Right, right. Um, right. You only had so many points to spend on inviting new people.
1: Right, and that, yeah, that was, it made it interesting. And that, of, of all the sites that have perished, over the years, I wish that one was still around because it really, I feel like in some ways it was Twitter before Twitter for it was, it was because Twitter every day, there's some new topic that people riff off and we were riffing off shit with drawings every day on there.
0: Oh my gosh. Um, and, uh, and actually, you know, and another way they were leaders, uh, is gamification.
1: Yes. Yes. Which is relevant to break up gaming society.
0: Hey, yeah. Way to, way to bring it full circle. And, um, I remember for, uh, and I remember when, uh, do you remember when I'm in like with you became OMG pop?
1: Yes. That was, that was the beginning of the end.
0: Um, and you know, I got super freaked out because I know of like the, the sort of like fun kids group that, uh, right. we had, I was right. like among the oldest. I was 37 at that time. And I think, uh, you know, I think like the next like oldest was 34 and then it went down into the twenties. Right, but, right. Um, extremely like bright, cerebral, funny, literate kids.
1: Right. But
0: all of a sudden th- things changed. All of a sudden I'm getting like six invites a week from 13 year olds.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Nope, uh, yeah. It, it's a wrap.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone. People gradually started dwindling from our our routinely uh, gatherings of drawings and bullshitting. Just started to air out, and then he sold it and he got a lot of money for it. So bless him for that. But I mean. yeah,
0: yeah, hooray! But in, in either case, uh, we were talking with uh, uh, the J.K. J.K. Just so you know earlier uh in the episode we had a send dog on
1: okay okay
0: but uh he i don't know times change he started talking trump shit so i i booted him
1: (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah i mean that's a good call
0: if you were in cypress hill (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah you can't you can't let him get by on his old his old accolades and, and, and yeah, I mean,
0: it was weird. I was, you know, I was expecting some, you know, some uh, old school like '92 psychedelic gangster shit. And he's all going, "Who oh, Trump
1: 2024?" No! <laughs> I wonder what Be Real is up to.
0: Actually, um, him and Sen popped up in my news feed. He and Mugs and Sen are like have a new project oh wow yeah okay uh, you know the reason we're here is because one of the reasons so everybody um say hello to the jk um intellect mystic copywriter and autodidact <laughs> and and then long time friend it's weird because um when we met you lived in bingham binghamton new york Bing- binghamton new york yeah
1: and you have been in my home state for years and years and we still haven't met yeah it's it's a little over five years now like two months over five years so yeah, yeah. it's kind of crazy that and we uh still haven't. on thanksgiving
0: i was at a hotel literally within shouting distance of your apartment but to your credit jk you were taking covid shit seriously and yeah uh, t- fucking... taking care of you and your girlfriend so let's get to it um so uh JK, um, this mm-hmm. is Track of the Week. You're the DJ. What are we hearing?
1: We're hearing what I consider one of the greatest rap songs of all time. Uh, it's Prodigies, Keep It Thorough. Uh-huh. Oh, y'all yeah, niggas killers, now. Oh, uh, catch you coming out your fucking crib, nigga. Yeah, catch a fucking bullet, nigga. I break bread, ribs, hundred dollar bills, pill on the and another four wheels, write a book full of medicine and generate mills. So the album, only for more So uh, we
0: just heard uh, uh the first section of that song, by the way, uh great beat. Alchemist, right. yeah. And um it's a lot like the production style, Uh like really articulated boom bap shit with like, well, and they had the piano just going dink, 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 dink,
1: dink, And then yes. we
0: the urge to ba dum, But we were talking about it's funny because uh, Queens, uh, sorry, Mob Deep was uh, Queensbridge Projects, right? Right, which was like, well, it was home to the Juice Crew, yes, Nas, Marley Marl, MC Sean, Roxanne Shantae,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all of them. I mean, it, the, the biggest, I think it might still be the biggest housing projects in the, the country. So uh, a lot of people came from that.
0: I can't remember which rise but one of us. Yeah, biggest fucking projects in the world.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And it uh, might still be, because I know they uh, tore down Cabrini Green in Chicago. Uh-huh. And, uh yeah, And dispersed everybody there, but you we were talking about like, and actually this is a fun topic. Because if there's one thing, that, like I always track in hip hop,
1: uh-huh.
0: it's how the uh, MCs from the late 80s to the early mm-hmm. 90s, mm-hmm. it progresses from figurative violence.
1: Right, right. From,
0: for example, LL.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like something, uh, eat a rapper like a sandwich
1: just like, right, right, the, right.
0: like leave the audience damaged. He's not talking about hurting people. He's talking about the force of his rhymes.
1: Right, right. There comes a time
0: at which that line becomes blurred. Mm-hmm. At which point they're not saying, I am could potentially hurt you because my rhymes are good, but I'm actually a kingpin and I'll kill you. And, and uh, this is also a mob deep line. I don't care about rap. I'm out to make cream and that's that.
1: Or I'm gonna rock you in your face, stab your brain with your nose bone. Like that's another mob deep.
0: On the street's cousin.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: For the self and these, and also I, um, there are two other songs off the, uh, their first album. Incredible. Right. There's, right. Uh, there's a couple off there I can't name, and um, and and at some point it becomes a which you know they said you know, I'm just like a kid from the street who's like a great MC. To all of a sudden it, it becomes real.
1: Right, right. I'm
0: no shorty
1: nigga i stop your glory I'm a third street nigga for real You just applaud me avoid P Man take your baby mom's advice I'm nothing sweet here with the guns You pay the price when you see me in the street Soldier salute me you just a groupie Oh you gangster and shoot me Who gives a fuck really I miss my nigga Twin kill me so I could join the rest Of my force up in the heavens You rat niggas make me So what you love about it so much? It's Well good. For one, you. piano's Pianos are my favorite instrument. So, pianos and a rap beat, uh, they have created some of my favorite songs of all time. Return of the Crooklyn Dodgers, piano sample. I mean, uh, New York State of Mind, piano sample. Um, This song, the first time I heard it, I think it was on the the Source Hip Hop Awards compilation for like 2000 or something like that. Uh And then I uh, burnt a copy of Prodigy's album from my friend who, who actually bought it like a good person. And uh when I heard when I heard this song for the first time, like the beat, how it breaks down with no hook really, you know, it just mm-hmm. it just hits you with the horns. Uh is as, as an intermission of sorts, and just the the way Prodigy talks his shit is so vert you know this video game back in the day virtual fighter
0: um uh virtua fighter
1: yes so i used to
0: play the the indian guy yeah yeah so 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 i remember if you if you like double tap double tap the left joystick really fast you'd uh, do this fucking super fast flying knee smash i got over on that for a
1: while yeah yeah so Virgil fighter the the drunken guy the drunken kung fu guy like that is some way in some ways prodigy like he, prodigy goes left when you think he's gonna go right the the word choices he uses are very unorthodox
0: and uh relevant as ever um i am fator the Tatan. my very indulgent guest has been J to the motherfucking k Slash, ha, ah. <laughs> and uh, um, I'm, I'm saying it's a um, good track, fun convo. And uh, thank you,
1: thank you. Yeah, man. no doubt, man. Thank you. It's, uh, you know. good. And,
0: uh, and by the way, uh, don't think because we didn't get this right. This is our last come fucking back on.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. Good night, my friend. Eat your dinner. Yeah, I'm I need my vegetables, man. I'm I got them bags under my eyes.
0: Get, <laughs> get those veggies, kid. Good night.
1: All right, man. Good night.
0: Adios, my friend.